It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Coming up on Mythbusters, Grant, Carrie, and Tori are wrongly convicted of a crime. It turns out jet fuel does melt something. People. In a surprise twist, the Hobby Lobby CEO is a bit kooky. It seems like if you gave him a bath, it would kill him. A slithery snake sadistically and silently scrams stunning sad Swedish supervisors. Wow. I know. And Ted Cruz hid in a supply closet during the January 6th attacks. Well, he would have hid further away, but flights from Reagan to Cancun were a bit delayed that day. It's oh, a shame, yeah. He was incensed when even the rats in the closet started booing him. Well, he tried to hide in a dumpster, but was rejected because the dumpster had higher standards than ah, that. Yes. So. It wasn't a dumpster fire, so he couldn't go in as the Republican Party. Nah, that one didn't land. That's okay. We'll keep it in. It's fine. <laughs> well, his flight to Cancun did. <laughs> it sure did. It sure did. I messed up uh, the the, thing, the fourth one, number did four. You? Yeah. I, I should have put different um, intonation into it. It seems like if you gave him a bath, it would kill him. It seems like if you gave him a bath, it would kill him. Hmm. It seems like well, if you gave way, him a bath, dead. it would kill him. Well, I, I hope at the very least they used zest so there wasn't any kind of sticky film left behind. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you want to was... slide straight into that casket. Mm. Just got to grease them up before you put them in there. Yep. Some ivory. Uh-huh. uh-huh. How was your week? Uh, no, I don't think I did anything. Really? No, just no, nothing new. It's just uh, you know, the usual. Yeah. Uh, cool. well, uh, it's it's that time of year where it's parent teacher conference. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. Ooh! It's that time of year too. Oh yeah. Uh, so my I had to finish my grades today. Spooky either way. Uh, which I didn't yet. I still have one little class I have to do some updates on. Okay. And, and add a bunch of comments that no one's going to read, but uh, it'll be done tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, today I had parent-teacher conferences for my daughter. Okay. So I had to go up to her school. Yeah. Listen to the teacher talk. Uh, it went very well. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I had to I go up to the school and listen to the teacher talk. Did she talk <laughs> a lot? He, he he was very chatty. Excuse uh, me. He. In, in a way, so like previously, her teacher was just like, "You got any questions? No. Peace out." Yeah, uh, and he was like, you know, he had information and was ready to talk about things. And I was like, oh, all right, good job. Wow. So he was very good. I I really like him. He's a, a good teacher. A teacher doing his job. Anybody doing I... their job these days? <laughs> Nobody wants to work anymore. Tell me about it. Jeez, yeah. they're just laying around wanting to, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was uh, that's kind of what's going on. I uh was appointed the department head at my school. Oh. Not a job I applied for. Oh. And it's not extra money, is it? uh, I don't know. I think they give us like $5 and an Applebee's gift card or something. (laughs) So basically negative $40. Yeah, they're like, hey, buy yourself a a, a riblet. Because you have to include the cost of the... uh... Um, your copay when you go to the hospital. That's, that's true. Exactly. Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, I don't, I think I get like some small amount of money in the end, but not until June or something. And it's so small. I'll be like, Oh, the, my check was like a few cents higher today. What was that about? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, tomorrow's the first, uh, staff meeting for the department, but I'll yeah. have to lead. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm sure the guy that was doing it before won't be annoyed at all. 
Oh, did they like take it away from him and give it to you? Uh, apparently. Oh, that has happened to me before in different jobs, and they left the guy in his previous position, and it's just it never turns out well. I ever. Yeah, I mean. It's it's a department thing, so I mean, as long as this person's still teaching the same thing, he's gonna be in my group. Yeah. So if there's anyone who wants you to fail, it's that guy. And oh, absolutely. And you you need him to perform to do your job. Uh, see, luckily with what I have to do, I'm more of just like a messenger. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the liaison between administration and the departments, so mostly I just have to like give advice and run the meetings. Yeah, literally. Uh, if, if they don't do well, yeah, if they don't do well, it has nothing to do with me. Well, anything that you do is going to be wrong, and they're going to be going to everyone and talking shit behind your back. It's not a good situation. Yeah, I think they were already doing that anyway, so I'm not oh, really okay. worried. So, yeah, so. <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just our uh, the power dynamic. <laughs> So hopefully he's not a listener. I'm sure. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I doubt I, it. Nobody yeah, knows I, I do it. this. <laughs> I don't. I don't advertise around my workplace that I have a podcast that I do. There's a reason why we don't tell our jobs. Yeah, we have this podcast. I, you know, I don't. I also don't really have. I've got like one coworker on my Facebook. Yeah. And way back when I first when we first started years ago. Uh, I did post episodes on my Facebook, so it was possible they could have seen it that way. Okay. But it's my work BFF anyway, and I don't think they're going to go around and you know <laughs> tell people what I'm oh. what I'm up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'm all right. I so back when we were in the office, a, this is a long time ago. Of course, I um, on the podcast I made fun of this guy. Anytime you asked him how he was doing, he would just tell you what day of the week it was. It's Wednesday. It's you know, Thursday. I did that today. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> so I was like, how are you doing? I was like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> I don't usually do that, though. Yeah. So. How's it going today? And then, uh, it's Tuesday. Okay. I I don't know. Anyway, he stopped doing that shortly after that episode. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and it could have just been, you know. Secret a, listener. A, a culture shift, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway. Or he could have heard you make he fun of him. He could have heard me. I, I feel bad. He was just being folksy and friendly, but. Yeah. You know what a teacher's favorite response is? What? They, they like to say, live in the dream. Oh, live in the dream. You're in danger. Yep, yep. It's not <laughs> It's not a good sign if yeah. that's what they were saying. Yeah. It's almost Friday. <laughs> yeah. Just go on Apple Maps. These motherfuckers, Maps. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Just go on Apple Maps and, and, you know, drive off an overpass. <laughs> Do you remember uh, well, when, when Maps first came out? And the icon had you turning right literally like onto a highway from an overpass. <laughs> I do recall that there was something like that. <laughs> and it was like, really, guys? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just They're just like, we're leaning in. It's it's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, I guess the only other thing is a, a shared how was our week. So I don't know if we should talk about that now or let you do your part. Or oh, yeah, what. let's do it. Uh, so uh, on Saturday, we, we had a little uh, experience thing we did where we went and made friggin' shoes. We made leather shoes. Leather shoes. Handmade, hand-stitched. Hand-stitched by the finest craftsman in uh, the class. <laughs> no, no, no. There was that know-it-all guy. That oh, was the like, guy oh, that makes hats? I've been making leather hats for decades. and uh, I just yeah, took the for, the, the, for fun. The, the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. I mean, Made a... he, he showed us pictures of his hats. They were pretty cool. Oh, yeah? I didn't see them from my side of the room. Yeah, it was pretty cool. 
But the lady that was next to me, uh, so I was a late person when I got there. I was a minute. You know, late. I was uh, I was not far ahead of you, oh, yeah. which is why we we ended up not being able to sit next to each other because yeah. when I got there, everyone like there was only one seats left. There was like one seat where I was, and then the one seat where you were. Yeah. Uh, and there was like one seat behind where I was, uh, and that guy came like right behind me. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have been like, hey, you got a friend coming, but like. That seemed, they, were, they were also settled already. Excuse me, can we change seats? Because my friend <laughs> says that next to me. Yeah, it felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> we could have asked, but yeah. It's kind of we weird. probably the, could have. The yeah. lady that was next to me was very, very friendly. Very nice. Uh-huh. She seemed very nice. Uh, was that the lady we that was at the table where we were eating lunch? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you get like a, well, a know-it-all or like a crabby lady or mm-hmm. any number of people can be the, the stereotypical class goers can mm-hmm. be in your class and actually there was one of those that was always asking questions and doing stuff wrong or whatever he was behind you <laughs> he, did, he did everything wrong i think so he only times. finished like one shoe and i don't <laughs> even like, know if he finished it no oh. they're at the end they're like here's some thread good luck sir yeah so what we did was we uh it was at the michigan folk school which was which great. was very cool it's very cool uh they do stuff like um not <laughs> What I can say shoes, bladesmithing, uh, yeah, making, like, making other leather works, knives, uh, mm-hmm. broom making. They have a broom making class, uh, make your own longbow, uh, yeah, yeah, a survival and your own class. arrows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, the survival class. <laughs> we did the leather shoemaking class because we originally scheduled it in um, the summertime and it got pushed back. But, um, I really wanted to do, I think, bladesmithing. But yeah. I couldn't picture myself being in a hot ass room. I assume on mm-hmm. air conditioned, in the middle of summer with a forge next to me. Yeah. So we did shoot. What like a focus? <laughs> yeah. No a forge. Oh, a forge focus. Yeah. Um, so so what we kiss? did in this in this class was we we had a pattern that we cut out of paper, and then mm-hmm. we there were whole sheets of leather that the guy had real leather, and then we. Cut the size of a cow's ass. It was a full side of leather, right? Or a half half ass or something. And then we cut the leather out of the thing that he gave us. And then we stitched it. We cut, we stamped holes in it and punched holes in it. And we stitched it together. It was so freaking cool. Let me just say, the eyelets on mine were a pain in the fucking ass. I probably would have been done 20 minutes earlier. But somehow, so my table had two punches for eyelets. Yeah. And one, I kept trying to like punch, and it would not punch. He kept saying so go I, lighter, and I don't think that was that it, was right. It, no, because I tried light and it didn't do shit, and I tried oh. hard and it didn't do shit. Uh, and then I tried really hard and finally like punched through. And then uh, I used the other one that the lady next to me was using. That one worked much better. Oh. Like I got through that one no problem. But apparently they were different sizes. Really? Yes. And Even so the, the big one ones were different was, sizes. Yeah, so this was the big ones. Mm, Um, And so the one that she was using was the right size. And so I was able to put the eyelets there, no problem. The other one was too small. And so he had to give me this uh, uh, reamer tool to try and, like, spread the holes a little bit more. So I could actually fit the eyelets in. So you ever heard of the term ass reaming? Yeah, I have. That's the tool they do it with. That is. And it's worse. Is. It's worse than like <laughs> just not knowing what reaming was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's a thing. It's it gets it's very sharp and it gets bigger on it's mm-hmm. flared on the end and you shove it in there until the hole opens up. You yep. force the hole yep. open farther. You want to yep. know something funny? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wear my shoes. No, never. After all that, I'm not. No, they're too oh. big. I oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, they're too uh, long. Like they're not uh-huh. big uh, width wise. They're too long, and I have to lift oh. my feet weird to walk with them. So you're walking like yeah, you're walking like Binky the clown. Yeah, like my feet are like way up in the air and they're flopping down. And I kept tripping. Oh. I walked to uh, my daughter's school with them and. Like, yeah, oh, that's a shame. Again. Yeah, I I took mine, uh, wore them to the grocery store, yeah. wore them to somewhere else. I don't remember where. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've, I've worn them a few times. I mean, they're comfy. They're Just very comfy. Too big. I don't think they'd be good in winter though. No, they're not waterproof. It's it's well, it's also such a thin leather. Yeah, like I feel like my feet would freeze off. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I wish my I wish the uh, the blue on mine were just a little bit uh, less dark. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a, a very lot of dark times it looks blue. Black, yeah, yeah. But well, the good news is I have everything that I need to make a more a different pair of shoes, and I know what European size I am now. It's not a forty-four; it's a forty-three. So I could just do it again. Uh, the I looked up the soles online; they're like thirty dollars, and then oh, that's not bad at all. The leather is maybe like I think thirty or forty for like a, a sheet. It's big enough. That's so not bad. That's yeah. not bad. That's well. I guess you need uh, the punches as well. I have them. I have those. Oh, oh yeah, you did the uh, the wallet. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I, and I wasn't. I, I was. I specifically was not the class know it all. And we you, you in, we introduced not. ourselves. He said, "What um, what experience do you have with leather?" And I was like, "I have a little tiny experience with leather." And I made a wallet. And he goes, "Oh, good. Well, tell us what you know about leather." I was like, "Literally nothing." <laughs> I just made the one and I didn't even I had the wallet with me I didn't even show it I don't mean to brag but I've made more than that too <laughs> I think the, the the messenger bag class looks like it'd be interesting that would be interesting it seems like it'd be um, a lot more work than just a shoe yeah I think he said that was a two day yeah so yeah when I got home from that I was inspired and so I looked at um I watched this YouTube video of this uh, Japanese work boot making. Oh, really? Leather. And it's all leather, the sole and everything, everything of leather except for the uh, stitching. Um, but geez, this that's wild. That's a lot of lot going into that boot, and you could just tell a lot of craftsmanship that you know these guys aren't making sneakers. <laughs> and their tools, you could tell their tools are just like ridiculously sharp and perfectly. Mm-hmm honed and yeah anyway i felt the the knife that we used was a little challenging to get curves with i agree like you're supposed to do it like he's like you have to do it straight on you can't like go at an angle because that's gonna you're gonna feel it and all this stuff and like it's like okay cool well now why do i have to do like a swoop with this fucking blade it's like just a craft knife yeah he had the exacto knives but those blades with the leather was too it were too flimsy and it wouldn't cut through. Yeah. Anyway, so, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I had a, I had great a good time. time. I really had yeah. a great time. I would uh, not that class, but I definitely go back to that Michigan folks. Yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to do another class doing something else. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the longbow thing, actually. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, thought that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. And then you know, they're they're building a new like facility that's going to open up next year. They said. Oh yeah, I don't know if that news is broken yet. 
Uh, I think I, uh, I mean, you can see them building it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the news that was secret was uh, the uh, ownership is changing. Oh yeah. yeah. There was yeah, a reporter so. that came to our class and he said that you guys are the first people to know, but yeah. uh, we're being purchased by Washtenaw County. Go. Oh, cool. Yep. So and they took pictures. I don't know if they took pictures. Like I saw the guy out of the corner of my eye, but I was like, I'm not looking at him. No, don't look so, at him. Just gonna keep sewing. Yeah. So you're gonna look great in that picture of you looking down and. I feel like, well, I don't know. I feel like the if they're gonna use that picture, they want to know who this person is, right? They usually do a caption that's like, blah blah blah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they didn't even ask him. They didn't ask my name. They were so you'd be like us. rando student. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was cool. Yeah. Other than that, how was your week? Because you, you didn't do anything else. Well, uh, I didn't. You didn't. Uh, I did. As, no, no. I'm saying you didn't do anything else as the how, how was your week. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I got I got defensive real quick. Yeah. Uh, geez. Gosh. <laughs> come down. So I can, I can finally feel the icy grip of depression loosening her fingers from around my neck. It, <laughs> um, it feels great. And I, That's good. I can tell it. Uh, so before I had the ice cubes, if my ice cube trays were full, I was in a good, uh-huh. was in good shape. Um, uh, I prepared like f- food for myself <laughs> for the Ooh. first time in a while. It was good. I uh, so oh so uh, my dad visited last weekend or two weekends ago or whatever, and he likes to go to garage sales and estate sales. So we we went, and I bought a. Do you know what a Blackstone is? Uh, that's one of those, uh, outdoor grills that are kind of like a hibachi, right? It's a gas griddle. Yeah. That's outdoor. And, uh, I bought one of those from this estate sale for a hundred dollars and those are like $400 new and, uh, it folded up and fit my car just fine. And I got it back. And so I've been cooking just random stuff on it. I had, we had pancakes this weekend and nice. um, I cooked some, um, like breakfast on it, like breakfast sausage and, um, eggs and stuff and then uh, i just cooked three pounds of ground turkey and uh four chicken breast on it at the same time and my thing that i love about it is it's just so easy to clean you scrape it off you you know and then you put some water on it and then scrape it off again and then put a little oil on it and then turn it off and you're done like your food's not even cold before you're done cleaning it Nice. It's much easier to do than, you know, three or four pans and trying to fit them in the dishwasher or blah, blah, blah. So it's very nice. Should so, I do a, a nice fried a fried rice like a Benihana? I've just made some rice today. Ooh. Yeah. So I could uh, I could do Yeah, learn the tricks now. You got to get the nice. – uh, do the egg, egg – uh, juggling and the – Egg juggling and then the um, – yeah. what do they do? They're like where they tap the spatula on the grill – and they act like it's a train. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, onions and onion, the, the onion volcano. Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta do they that. don't really do the volcano at like the Benihanas. I feel like they have like some lawyer somewhere that's like liability, not going to do it. But if you go to like the uh, independent ones that aren't a chain, they'll still light that shit on fire. Yeah, they like being like watch to your as eyebrows. Miss Independent too. <laughs> yeah, watch your eyebrows and your paper hat. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought the the most dangerous thing that they do is they 
They throw searing hot food right into your mouth. <laughs> it's right off the grill. A little piece of zucchini, they just throw it right in there. And it's hot. It is too hot to eat. And you have to act shrimp. like it doesn't hurt. Your eyes are watering. Like, ah. <laughs> Third degree birds on my tongue. It's fine. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, that's it for me. Uh, that's it for you? Yeah. All right. Well, if, uh, if you've ever been burned by a Benihana chef... Let us know. We'll have you on the show. Uh, you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Uh, or also, you can just, oh, I was going to say, or you can just Google uh, the hour pod, uh, Podbean, and they'll take you right to our page. Oh, yeah. So if you like the Onion Volcano, I could learn how to do it if they don't do it at, at Benihana anymore. Uh, so they don't, uh, they don't do the fire out of it. They just like put water in it. So it steams up. Yeah. So I could do the fire. You do the fire. And if it doesn't light, I've got some gasoline out back. (laughs) You know, you can just do it however you want it. You know, uh, we, when I was, uh, right after I graduated high school, my family did a exchange student from Germany. Yeah. And every so often she, she still comes and visits, uh, brings her family. She's got kids now. And uh, cool. I remember she came out with her. I don't know if they were married yet. Uh, so it was either, either her fiance or her husband or whatever. They came out. We went to my sister's house. And uh, her husband's a little bit uh, rednecky. Oh. So and so your, he was going to. Yeah. Your younger sister. Okay, I got it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they're, they're both younger sisters, but. Uh, the younger of the younger. The younger, younger. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, we'll have a fire. It'll be fun. And so we're all standing there, and they're setting the fire up. And, and here comes my brother-in-law with uh, the the can of gasoline. Oh, jeez. And he just starts, like, pouring it all over this wood. And I'm like, first of all, dude, if you could make a fire properly, you wouldn't need the gasoline. Like, just do it right. Uh, and so they're just pour- – he's just pouring all this gasoline on. And I don't speak German. But I got gathered enough German to uh, understand they thought he was going to blow himself up and like how expensive all that gasoline he was using was. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. I'm going to pretend I don't know what you're saying, but oh, mm-hmm, yeah. I agree. I agree. It was like 18 euros worth of petrol right there. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Maybe 22. Have you seen that video of the guy? It's like some homecoming like tradition where they have this giant thing that they're going to light on fire. And he throws the flame in, and the whole thing just explodes. Yeah, in a in a way that doesn't seem like that's how it's supposed to be. I've seen that. So it's gasoline freaky. is not a flammable liquid. Gasoline is an explosive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's there are two different classifications, I think. And if you've got a chemistry degree, let us know at thearpod@gmail.com. Um, flammable versus explosive, it, they're different. They, they are different. Yeah. They are different. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got this really perfect segue right now yeah. into our first story, but I do have a correction. That's okay. We'll come back to the segue. Should, yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back to the segue. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll light it up after that. Then. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so I do have a quick correction. Yeah. Last week in episode two fourteen, playing footsie while you're shitting where you your poop sh- wait where you poop your shit. Oh, Jesus geez. Christ, that was a hard one to say. You know, that's, I regret that title. <laughs> playing footsie while you're shitting where you poop your shit yeah there it's a go. little it's I, a little uh i think it's a little lowbrow for our kind of humor you know it's a little wordy yeah uh you know there's there's like a little kernel of uh funny in there with the poop uh but we were asking what the difference between an impression and a view is oh oh yeah and your wife yeah 
Nice. Uh, yes, Becky explained it. She said, an impression is the number of times a video or an ad is presented to an end user, where a view is when somebody actually watches it. Okay, so eyeballs versus clicks, right? Uh, but apparently it only works for videos. But I thought the whole discussion was surrounding the idea of Twitter. Am I wrong? I don't remember. Impressions and views only work on videos? Or not work, yeah, but you because, know what I'm saying? It only applies to videos? Yeah, it's, it's only the... Yeah, because, uh, I mean, like, if you think of a tweet... If if you if you're impressed with it, you're also viewing it. So it's not like there's a difference. Like I can be presented a video. Like my entire like homepage on YouTube is presenting me with videos. Those are impressions. Yeah. But I don't. It's not a view until I click and actually watch one of those videos. Yeah. Well, this is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> we should just light the whole thing on fire and move on. Yes, we should. This is a very explosive story we're talking about. Like diarrhea. Wait, no. <laughs> hey, hey, in 2007, that's oh, a, yeah? quite a few years ago. Let's see the iPhone came out, by the way. Oh, is it? John Galvin, who is 39, was about 21 years into a life sentence for a crime he didn't commit when he saw a rerun of an episode of the show Mythbusters. And he thought Mythbusters. it might finally help him prove his innocence. He said, I reject your reality and I replace your own. <laughs> Or my own. Yeah. Reject your reality and substitute with my own. Yeah, that's the quote, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well the episode... Well, they only said it every single episode for like 3,000 episodes. <laughs> that show... So um, there's a whole subreddit. And what they've done is they've taken the Mythbusters and they have edited it so that it's an actual show instead of just coming up on Mythbusters and pre like previously on Mythbusters... They do that like like 45 seconds before the commercial and then after the commercial and then they finally get to content and then they go right back to like coming up. On, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. So they took all that out and the episodes are only like, I don't know, 35 minutes long, something like that, 33 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. Well, the episode Hollywood on Trial originally aired in 2005. When did the show end? I don't just a few years ago. Really? Well, Did one of them someone died, didn't they? Yeah. Was it Grant? Grant died. Grant Nahara, oh, yeah. I loved him. He was the, he was the best. He was he like was, the first extra person. Yeah, he was on um that uh robot fighting show. What was that called? Uh Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> okay. Uh the the 2000 presidential debate. <laughs> Good one. Uh, it was called BattleBots, and it was a great show. And that was on in the year two thousand. That was <laughs> well. That was that was only a year or two, right? What? That was only a year or two ago, right? Yeah, that was only seven years before the iPhone came out, <laughs> which was only fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, MythBusters started in two thousand three. It had eighteen seasons. Really. Um, did it just in last year? It ended in 2018 somehow. Wait, how did those numbers don't, don't make sense? I, I'm just I'm just reading what I see right now on Google. Well, there you have it then. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, as it went, they had much less screen time for Adam and Jamie. Yeah, a and I liked that less. Me too. I liked Cary Grant and Tori, but it seemed yeah, like yeah. a different show when they were doing their thing. They seem like the 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 kind of like 
<laughs> the second tier amateurish ones. Yeah, they kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's send in Tori. He's like, I'm gonna. Seems like he was always doing stuff to like kind of try to impress the camera, and it hardly ever worked out. Yeah. Well, as I said, the episode was called Hollywood on Trial. Trial. It originally aired in 2005. Uh, In the episode, Jamie and Adam attempted to reproduce famous scenes and commonly used plot devices from Hollywood films. Coming up on Mythbusters, Jamie and Adam attempt to reproduce famous scenes and commonly used plot devices from Hollywood films. (laughs) So the pair... Up next, the pair are going to investigate Hollywood's... So the pair investigate whether a person can break down a door with four types of locks, whether a sinking like ship... like a deadbolt and like one of those uh, hotel ones and the little chainy ones. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. Whether a sinking ship can actually create a whirlpool and whether a lit cigarette can ignite a pool of gasoline. Okay. Okay. So I remember the, the whirlpool one because they yeah. did a thing where they sat on a... on like a board or something and they like in a big pool and tried to suck uh, one of them under the pool. Oh, I, that was anyway. in uh, that was that was in a different website. That they were no, 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 no. pornography. Definitely not. Definitely saying. not. No, nope. Definitely wasn't that. So I after I don't know what crime this guy was falsely accused and and um and convicted of, but I really hope it's the whirlpool one. <laughs> That's what <laughs> saved him. He's <laughs> like, wait a minute, I can't actually have sucked anyone down to the bottom of the ocean. It's like. <laughs> I feel like most of the myths on that show were busted, right? It seemed like a lot of them were busted. Yeah. I, sh- I, I always enjoy, I enjoyed the one where they blew up the uh, cement truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we, I think it was uh, you could use dynamite to clean the inside of a cement truck. Oh, that's right, yeah. And it didn't work, and then they're like, well, now let's just blow up the truck. <laughs> Uh, and I was actually thinking about that one just a couple of days ago while I was driving home because they're doing construction and uh, they had all these cement trucks to you know, lay the new road. Yeah. And I was like, how do they know they were far enough away that like bits of this truck weren't going to land on them? Well, they're always behind blast shields and stuff, right? True. But like this truck's like blowing up into the air. Yeah. That, oh, the whole could, truck could land on them. Yeah. Couldn't like a big piece of like door just like splatter on them? I mean, yeah. this one, I think they did it in, like, a um, a quarry, and they were, like, way up away from the... But still, yeah. I'm just I feel like curious. their safety was a lot safer than the nuclear bomb tests uh, <laughs> in Nevada. Yeah, they're just... In that one, they are just like, hey, dig a trench and sit down. Hey, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, if you stand in front of the blast with a cigarette, it'll light it for you. <laughs> <laughs> got it. You got it. I did. Uh... So uh, in September September 1986, right? It's me, right? A fire broke out. Mm-hmm. A fire broke out in a two-flat apartment building in Southwest Chicago, killing brothers Guadalupe and Julio Martinez. Well, their siblings Blanca and Jorge managed to escape the fire and told police that a female neighbor had threatened to burn the building down as retaliation for her own brother's death. Apparently, there was possibly some gang connections. Okay, yeah, That's South- Southwest Chicago. Although 86, I don't know what Chicago looked like in 86, you know, but, uh, oh my gosh. I, so I went to, okay. So a couple nights ago, I'm playing the, uh, this game called Skyrim on the PlayStation and it's like, uh, 
it's not a role-playing game it's like an action game and you have this survival mode and you have to walk places in this survival mode you can't just like fast travel you just can't like go from one city to the next on the map you have to walk and so um, people who play Skyrim will understand I went from I walked from solitude all the way to Whiterun and it took me like half an hour to walk and I'm after I did it I'm sitting there thinking what the fuck am I doing with my life did I lose you taking a walk no oh. <laughs> I, I, so I was like what am I doing with my life so, so I joined a gym <laughs> and this is this also happens when I come out of my depression I like oh I need to do this I need to do this um hopefully this is uh because I'm taking medication for it hopefully this is permanent because uh, a lot of times I'll slide back into depression and stop the things that I started that were healthy for me anyway I've been to the gym twice now and when uh, and first of all I I could not wait to tell people that I had been to the gym because that seems like things that everyone says. I just came from the gym. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm working hard, working hard. Do you want cream in your coffee or no? Okay. <laughs> um, but the so I went there during the workday today on my lunch break, and all that was there were retirees. And guess what they talked about? They talked about uh, how TikTok is melting people's brains. And they oh, talked okay. about how dangerous it is in Chicago and people getting shot and someone just got shot in Mexico, but they don't talk about the the people getting shot in Chicago anymore because it happens so often. It's the same that's the same boomer stuff. How many times how many decades will they have this same conversation before they finally tire of it? And just uh, and just say, forever. How's your workout going? It's Wednesday. <laughs> uh you, you should join in and be like, oh, man, have you heard about the Oklahoma uh, violent crime rate? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big uh, – it was a trending thing last week that oh. uh, in a debate someone was like, well, you do know that the, the crime rate is higher in these rural states than it is in the big cities, right? Oh, yeah, the per-person crime rate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The per definitely. capita of it yeah. all. And they're like, what? No, that's not true. No, 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 no. Uh, and lost their minds. They're all about quality over quantity. Or I strike that, reverse it. Uh, well, when police questioned the woman, she denied any involvement and instead pointed to Galvin, as did other neighbors who were interviewed. Yeah, and although Mr. Galvin had been asleep at his grandmother's the night of the fire and no other evidence indicated his involvement in the fire, police ultimately arrested him and his brother. There's uh, Mr. no Galvin more peaceful, peaceful sleep than at grandma's house. I got to tell you. <laughs> You're well fed. You're, you're, you got doilies all around you and, like, the nice quilts and stuff. And the the uh, grandma always had the really flat pillows, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Every grandma mm -hmm. I've ever had had flat pillows. I don't know why. And usually, like, well, maybe yeah. it was just my grandma. There was always a yeah. bed that had, like, I don't know, it was something under the mattress, like a cover or something that sounded like. I don't know, plasticky or something. Oh yeah, no, it was always covered in plastic. Or like, yeah. there'd be like a, a piece of plywood between the mattress and the and the uh, <laughs> box springs. But it was still yeah, very yeah. comfortable sleep, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or maybe very restful sleep, if not comfortable. Yep. Well, Mr. Galvin says when he was arrested, uh, so when he was asserting his innocence, detectives beat him. Oh, wow. uh, eventually, he couldn't take it anymore and confessed to throwing a bottle of gasoline on a building, then tossing a cigarette into the pool. Oh. Ah. But wait, there's more. In his there cell, is. 
John Wash as the host of Mythbusters struggled repeatedly to ignite a pool of gasoline with a lit cigarette despite fervent attempts. When we come back, John is going to watch hosts from Mythbusters struggle repeatedly to ignite a pool of gasoline with a lit cigarette despite fervent attempts. It was always the same music while they were talking. <laughs> so based on the ignition temperature, did you say that already? I didn't, no. I was, oh, okay. I was bumping or bumping. I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> based on the ignition temperature of gasoline and the temperature range of a lit cigarette, the show's host had initially hypothesized that a lit cigarette might be able to ignite uh, spilled gasoline. But after several failed attempts to start a fire, including rolling a lit cigarette directly into a pool of gasoline, the team determined that it was highly unlikely that a dropped cigarette could cause a fire. Okay. I, I, you said rolled a cigarette. I thought they were like rolling a cigarette. Like with rolling yeah, uh, they rolled it, then they lit it, and then they rolled it. <laughs> okay. Like that giant from uh, the, the Mickey Kills the Giant one where he takes the hay bale and rolls oh, himself yeah. a cigarette. Yeah, that's a little, it's a little strange. Back when <laughs> uh, smoking was all right. It was just a relaxing thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, there I was! Or shit, strike that. There it was, John recalled thinking. Once I saw it, I couldn't wait to tell Tara, he said, referring to his attorney, Tara Thompson, who, as it turns out, Thompson had also seen the episode. It's very popular, this show. It, it was a very popular show. So you might you might be thinking, maybe not the listeners of our show, you might be thinking, why did he confess to it if he didn't do it? Well, Because he was being beaten and he tortured. Was being beaten and was... in confessed under duress and they just let it happen the the system just let it happen mm-hmm. bullshit it was honestly shocking to me i feel like all of us has seen movies where they light the gasoline in the street with a cigarette and a car explodes and i had really never given it much thought to whether or not that might be real thompson said yeah you gotta uh, light a zippo and throw the zippo on there yeah, yeah, there you go. He's leaning at the flame. Yeah. You know my favorite pranks to do to somebody is to light a lighter, and then while the lighter is lit, I throw it at them. Because it doesn't stay lit, but they always freak out. It's so funny. <laughs> but you can't light it for a long time because then it is really hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to light it for a little bit. It's a good prank. <laughs> so uh, Thompson realized they needed to investigate the arson science aspect of his case further. Uh, the show's findings were confirmed in 2007 by experiments conducted by the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Oh, yeah. Batface. <laughs> Batfee. Aren't there, aren't there always, like, I don't know, Bat, the B-A-T-F-E? Bat, well, it's the ATF. Oh, the ATF. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they, they don't do the Bureau part or the Explosives part. They just the, the ATF. They do in the FBI. They do, yeah. In this case, they don't, though. They just, yes. They just ATF it up. Oh, yeah. Or the female booty inspectors. Anyway, <laughs> in 2017, John finally had his evidentiary hearing and his legal team presented multiple alibi witnesses, I assume including his grandma, although she may not have survived this long, um, showing, uh, oh, in addition to seven witnesses who testified to being tortured by the same officers, documents showing that police had fabricated probable cause to arrest him, and an arson expert who testified that John's false confession was scientifically impossible. 
busted. Busted. In 2019, the appellate court, uh, he was released. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I started to write it one way, and then I got interrupted and started to write it another way. That's okay. So he was released in 2019, yeah? He was. Good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it took him, like, you know, he saw the video in, what year was it? 2007? Yeah. And it took him another 12 years to get out? Uh, n- no, he's... He committed the crime in 2007. Or, no, no. He no. didn't commit the crime in 2007. He was 21 oh. years into his sentence in 2007. Oh. You're right. So it was 2007 when he first saw it. It took, Jesus, 12 more years. Do you know how many iPhones came out since then in 12 years? Uh, 58 trillion. <laughs> but now the, uh, the Apple has to put the USB-C uh, port in thanks to Europe. Yep. Go Europe, yeah. making companies do things that make sense. Yeah, but hopefully, if, uh, well, I assume if only we had England. a government that did that. Yeah, indeed. I assume they don't won't, won't do that in England as well, because you know. Uh, uh, well, I'm sure that they they. I mean, I don't feel like Apple's going to make two separate types of phones, one with a, you know, USB whatever, right, and one with not. So everyone's just going to get the new one. Yeah. Because it's cheaper that way. Yeah, the one you just uh, the one in British one you just plug it into bangers and mash, and it charges like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it charges by hearing Gilbert and Sullivan musicals. <laughs> so you just have to two play. I am a very model. Two very different takes on pretty much the same joke. <laughs> that's why that's why this podcast works because we we have yeah. a very much diversity of the same exact jokes. Yeah. You know they have a new prime minister? Um, who? Um, their jokes? England. Team? Oh, England no, no. does. Yeah. Yeah, the last one lasted 47 days, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and my goodness, do I wish that uh, our Congress was like uh, Parliament. Oh, yeah. They are, they are brutal. They had uh, the, the Labor Party was talking about the, the prime minister and, and said that uh, she has a new book coming out uh and it'll be out before Christmas. And I'm not sure if that's the title or when it will be released. <laughs> I saw that video. This guy and got she's up in front of literally Parliament. right across from him. He just got up just to say that joke. He's, he's, <laughs> he's sitting there going, oh, this, this joke's fire. I got to say this. I got to say I, this. And she's, she's like 50. There's like a table between them. He's looking right at her and like just good grief oh it's beautiful i love it <laughs> i like watching the the british parliament and canadian parliament is uh similar but not quite as 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 bad as um, no they they like jeer each other and like uh, they boo uh, and <laughs> it was uh, like that would the, the right honorable is... gentleman not agree that he is a <laughs> massive twat <laughs> The only thing we get is friggin' Mitch McConnell. And some idiot with a picture of, like, snow. Like, prove this, global warming. <laughs> friggin' idiots. Yeah. Should light them all on fire. Uh, definitely we should. And Jet fuel. Yeah. Speaking of. Jamie Simic says that she, her husband Brian, and their three, three children... <laughs> Her, her tree children. Her husband, Brian, and their tree children. Their tree children. 
<laughs> vote early and vote often. They were living at the wee old joint base in Pearl Harbor, Hackham. In Oahu. <laughs> Last year when the whole family began to get very sick. I'm not reading it in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was lethargic. And by the way, if you don't know this yet, if you're a new listener, we read every quote as FDR. Because yeah. the only thing to fear we have to fear is fear itself. It's like, you know, the best thing anyone's ever said. So we read it in that intonation. So <laughs> I was lethargic. We were getting rashes and then the gastro pain. There was just this litany of lists. She told ABC News Nightline after she ate a, a riblet platter. Isn't a litany a list? <laughs> Can there be a litany of lists? Yeah, isn't a litany like a lot of things all at once? A, a litany is a series of petitions for use in church services or processions, usually... Res- uh, nope, that's a different one. Oh. A tedious recital of repetitive series. Oh. So I guess a litany of lists is a tedious. It, it, it in itself is a litany. A list of a lists. Litany of, a litany of lists is a litany. Listception over here. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Uh, Simic says her children's teeth were falling out and they had lesions on their heads. So the teeth falling out is normal. For I don't know if you guys know this, but kids' teeth just fall out randomly. Um, not randomly, oh, yeah? but like, you know, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, th- the the show Bluey is uh, very popular in our our house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Disney has had issues uh, with censoring parts of it. Really? Oh, uh, it's so Australian. Like, Do they say the c yeah. word? No, no, oh. no, no. They don't. So the uh, in the first season, there's this one where they're at like a uh, like a market, kind of like a farmers market kind of a thing. Yeah. And they've got the scene where there's one person who has a horse, and you can get a horse ride. And they want to ride it, and they end up not riding it. So they are saying goodbye to the horse, and the horse poops. Ah. And so Disney, like, cut that part. They cut the pooping part? They, they cut the pooping part. They oh. thought it was too much. Americans can't handle poop. Apparently, yes. Uh, and they've, they've like, any kind of, like, fart joke. If uh, Like, there's one where the dad gets hit in, in his privates uh, by a swing uh-huh. and goes, oh, and falls over. And they cut that out. Wow. Um there's a scene where like the kid's running through the house on basically FaceTime and runs into the bathroom and the mom is sitting on a the toilet. They're okay. They're cartoon dogs. There's like nothing to show. Yeah. But they cut that out. But apparently there's also one where they change some of the words where uh, in the American version, the dad is talking about having his dog teeth removed. Yeah. Like his baby dog teeth. But in the Australian version, he's talking about getting a vasectomy. Oh, he doesn't save a sectomy. Like it's all very like adults know exactly what like a child would have no idea. He's basically saying like you have to use context clues where he's like, you know, I don't know if I want to have like they're talking about having kids. He's like, well, I don't know if I do, but I, you know, think she wants me to be done. So uh, I just yeah. don't know if I want to go through with that. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, you're picking up. Exactly. Like, no, my dog teeth are removed. I don't want to lose my dog teeth. It'd be funny if they started Australian and they just had some American dub it in. Like, I'm going to the doctor to have an operation. Oh, what are they operating on? I'm my dog having teeth. my dog teeth removed. <laughs> I will say they've done a good job at, like, fixing it. I don't know what they do, but... Well, that's what they do when they give a dog a vasectomy. <laughs> 
very proud of that uh, one. I am. That's uh, a good one. That one's a good one. So uh, four families um, have come together to file a lawsuit about this uh, Pearl Harbor thing, and which alleges that their illnesses were caused by a massive leak of jet fuel that poisoned the base's water supply, and that the Navy harbored toxic secrets and failed to disclose the contamination. Well, I'm sure they tried to clean it up, but when they threw the cigarette into the the pool, it just didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Navy has admitted that the nearby fuel storage facility called Red Hill experienced two leaks in 2021 that spilled over 30,000 gallons of fuel. Uh, the, fa- the facility is 100 feet above the water supply. Oh. Whose dumb fucking idea was it? Where should we put the vat of deadly poisonous flammable explosive liquid let's put it over the water supply great that, idea that would be the military let's build an idea. orphanage on top of it just to be safe so the state department issued a warning 10 days after the spill recommending that people not use water from the naval base water system the navy's response was from the outset was really bungled they waited an entire week after fuel gushed into the tunnel to shut down the drinking water well, which is located just 380 feet away. Christina Jetta, investigative reporter at Honolulu Civil, the Civil Beat, Jesus, oh. uh, said. Do you think that's a paper publication or are they just all online? In Hon- I assume, Honolulu? and I assume that she, she wears like a, a hat with a little thing that says press in it. Oh, definitely, yeah. And and the hula skirt. Yep, and, and, she, and she runs to the... the, the payphone to dictate it to her editor so you were doing old-timey um uh old-timey press joke i was doing a stereotypical hawaiian joke captain michael mcginnis the u.s pacific fleet's doctor said it was during a very brief period of time we have no evidence that supports chronic long-term ongoing event as far as exposure or contamination Well, the facility was shut down in March, and a new task force has been launched, uh, using jet fuel, I assume, to ensure that fuel is removed. The Navy announced it would install 12 new groundwater wells to monitor where the spill fuel, spilled fuel goes. Mm. You can guarantee, try to track it. guarantee Aaron Brockovich is already in Honolulu. I, I would do a quote from Aaron Brockovich, but I don't know. I, I don't even Big know. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> I don't even know. That's the same character, right? Any other Julia Roberts movies quotes. <laughs> I just did one. Did you? Okay, good. From from Pretty Woman. Oh, was it from Pretty Woman? I thought it you was. were actually quoting Aaron Brockovich. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's Pretty Woman where she goes back and uh, says, Big mistake. Huge. Oh, and she goes the back to the who store. Yeah, because they wouldn't serve her. Yeah. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. I got some advice. Are you a Taylor Swift listener? Uh, so I like 1989, mm-hmm. and there's a song or two here or there. And I didn't love her last two. They're kind of like slow and folksy, and I know she just released something. One just came out two yeah. days ago, and then there was the one previously to that I really, really liked. I liked it a lot. Yeah. This one, it's 
it's all the same song. I'm going to get murdered, but it's all the same song over and over again. So here's the thing. I listened to, I went on, I don't know, Spotify or something, and I just listened to the preview, like the 30-second preview, and I was like, these all sound like the same song. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's bad. So. Well, anyway, this, the so advice I have is don't you don't buy the album, but who buys albums anymore? But, you know. I mean, I, I do. So. Oh, well. I, I thought you might. <laughs> if, I, if I thought about it a little farther, like, yeah. I know he buys, buys sometimes, sometimes I still buy them as CDs too. So, oh. where the fuck do you buy a CD? These Amazon. Days? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Another one. If I had just thought for a split second later, <laughs> I would have had come across the answer. Well. um, Speaking of coming across things, uh, Jason, is it a red flag liking Andrew Tate? I don't know who the fuck Andrew Tate is. I don't know who that is Jeff. either. Yeah. <laughs> Should it be? So if you go Should farther into that question, um, they there are other things um, that are red flags if you like them. And somebody said, um, uh, like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, he's Rick, a douchebag. Rick and Morty. Uh, um, fight club mm, like if they so, say that on their dating profile it's their fight club is their favorite movie it's probably because okay. they missed the point of the movie and actually think that the I, bad guy is a good guy and like models themselves after him which guy is the bad guy I don't know see, <laughs> I was trying to figure see, out thing, like, I, I think fight club is a good movie I agree uh, and it's like a well-made movie. It's interesting. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. My wife loves it as well. Oh, red flag. So Red flag. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily is a red flag, but if it's if you think it's like the best movie that's ever made and it's in your like dating profile, as you said, I feel like that is more the red flag than having a conversation with someone being like, oh, yeah, what movies do you like? Oh, uh, I like this and I like that and I like this. And, you know, Fight Club's one of them. Ah. I think that's different. Because I think if it's so much, like it's so important that you put it in your bio, that's that's a danger sign. Yeah, I yeah I can agree with that. Uh, But I guess like possibly could be true about many movies. Like if you pick one movie where you're just like, because that just kind of is like you're super obsessed with the one thing. Yeah, I really like the Little Mermaid. Okay, next. (laughs) I'm not because that's just setting yourself up for a mermaid fetish, you know, and I'm not there. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> so Andrew Tate, by the way, is an American-British internet personality. Um, yeah, okay. He is a former kickboxer. So there you go. <laughs> I mean. Knocked a few screws loose, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, yes. why are people defending Kanye by saying he's bipolar? Bipolar disorder doesn't make you a racist. Uh, <laughs> um. I would say that there is not a defense of Kanye because he's so rich. He could just buy help someone to help him. Yeah. Um, and I know that uh, mental health is a, is a touchy subject. And even if he is bipolar, I don't know that he is, but if he was, I think he should get help. Um, but being bipolar ne- doesn't necessarily mean he's racist or anti-Semitic even, even though he's saying anti-Semitic things, um, I think I assume f- for attention or just just to say something outlandish or even just to get more Republicans to like him. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't not defending Kanye at all. I don't think anyone anyone should defend him, and he should. 
definitely be poor. Like, take all of his money away until he gets help <laughs> for himself. Yeah, that he sucks. Boy, Pete Davidson really fucked that guy up. It's not Pete Davidson's fault. It's she, it's that Kim, I think, who was holding Kanye, the pieces together anyway. Anyway. I don't know why I know so much about those three people. I don't want to know anything about them. I don't know why you do either, because I, I do not know much about them. Yeah. So, Jason, when did Elon Musk go from being generally respected to full-blown Dr. Evil? Well, he was only generally respected by people who put Fight Club in their profile. <laughs> ah, good one. I had to tell my daughter, um, she kept saying that the Tesla was invented by Elon Musk. I'm like, no, no, he did not invent the Tesla. All he did was start the company yep. and fund a bunch of people to come up with the Tesla. Or the, the He's might maybe said, I want to have an electric car company. Let's do it. And so that's like, oh, he's a visionary. No, he was just rich when he started. And so if I had a vision I and I had a billion dollars, I could make the vision come true as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing how that works. Yeah. You know, like, no, I have, like I've had the same problem with students where I'm like, no, no, he didn't invent. He ran a company. Yeah. Like, you know, and even like uh, they've talked about Jeff Bezos and how he like came from nothing. But I was like, no, he was a hedge fund manager when he started Amazon. He was not like some poor guy who like he's not friggin Cornelius Vanderbilt who like started off in the mailroom. Like <laughs> it's is, fucking head fund manager. Cornelius Vanderbilt, the guy who started KFC. Uh, yes, 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 he did. He had, he had six herbs and spices, <laughs> and then uh, he discovered the seventh. Uh, the seventh, jet fuel. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gives it that little, whew. Scary. Scary. Your teeth fall out. Jason. Yeah? Why doesn't the trolley problem have an obvious answer? And the, well, the, to me, it seems obvious to only kill one person instead of five. I don't really see the big dilemma. Yeah, what is, person, that is the obvious that like, is the obvious answer. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. Yeah, this person uh, did not take any critical thinking um, class. You don't take critical thinking classes. They didn't do any critical thinking in school. Because what if that one person is Hitler? <laughs> what if that one person uh, keep the world from exploding? Well, if that's the case, you kill the five people. Sure. What if one of the five people is a grandmother who has cancer already and is about to die? And then the other one person is like a kid who has their whole life so, ahead of him. You have to, that's weighing the, the, the worth of a person and a person's life. And that's why it's impossible, in my opinion. So I know that you are not a fan of games. Games? Yes. Board games. I'm not a fan yes. of. Yeah. What about card games? I also don't like. I don't okay. I don't dislike them as much, but I don't play them myself. So we recently got a new card game, which is the trolley game. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a deck of cards like Kings and Aces. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't like no, that. No. Uh so basically what happens is like you pick a so it's the trolley thing. Your team picks a person that's on the tracks. The other team picks their person that's on the tracks. Oh. Uh, and then you get to add modifiers to theirs. So something like, uh, I don't know, he, he's a doctor that cures cancer, but also is a Nazi. You know, things like that. So you get to, like, add things to fuck with theirs, and they add stuff to fuck with yours. Yeah. And then there's someone who has to decide which way the trolley goes, and, you know, whichever team doesn't get killed wins. 
I saw, I saw it leads a, to some interesting conversations. And yeah, I saw an internet video. It's a, a kid with a train set, like one of those kid train sets, you know, like maybe two years old or whatever. And they put like, like those the, um, the split in the tracks, and there's like five people on one track and one person on the other, and the kid goes and smashes all five people with the tra- the train and then goes back and then smashes the one the one person too <laughs> it's the only solution you got to kill them all <laughs> why not both <laughs> uh, yeah so Jeff, um yes in gun ranges what's stopping some crazy person from shooting the person next to them while practicing i know what this is this is a bait and this is a bait so you say oh it's all the people with guns no <laughs> I don't think there's anything stopping them. No. I don't know that it doesn't Their happen. own moral compass? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I think, so I read a little bit into this as well, and some people said that um, apparently in gun ranges they don't allow a single man to just go in and shoot, but that doesn't seem right to me. I've only been to one gun I mean, range, so I don't know. I've never been to a gun range, but that also doesn't seem right to me. Like... Who's going in a group? I went when I went to the gun range the one time I went with a friend because I wasn't going to just go shoot a gun by myself. And then they don't like let you shoot if you don't have shooting experience. Um, Uh, So also like I feel like you also don't get unlimited rounds. You have to pay for your bullets. Yeah. So uh, hmm, seems like maybe not having uh, all the guns and uh, bullets in the world and a high capacity magazine uh, makes sense. Oh, yeah, so they can't just mow everyone down. Although, aren't they shooting those kind of guns in gun ranges? I don't know what they shoot in gun ranges. We should go to the gun range. <laughs> they There's... won't let me. I don't have any gun experience. Oh, yeah. Ann Arbor Arms. That's where we should go. Uh, I thought you wanted to shoot guns. Oh, not arms. So, no, Jason, no. how do politicians increase their net worth by millions in a few years when they're only getting paid about 160 k a year? Well, book deals and... Uh all the other things paid speakerships where they go and speak in at colleges or whatever. And you know, all these other things like that. Yeah. It's not just their salary. It's true. I mean, if you look at like whatever genius Elon Musk or whatever, like he's not getting that money from his salary. He's getting that money from like all the stock and the other shit that he's doing. Yeah. It's, it's really easy to uh, make a lot of money once you already have a lot of money. Yeah, because if yeah, the it's... if the stock market goes up, if you've got a a million dollars that's in the stock market and it goes up by ten percent, well, ten percent of a million is uh a hundred thousand. No, yeah, 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 yeah. hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, that's a lot of money. Jeff, why do scientific papers written for the benefit of mankind require a subscription to read online? Uh, because, uh, companies are trying to get money for them. If you write the publisher or write the author of the scientific paper, they're happy to share it with you for free. Yeah. They're, they're thrilled that anyone's reading their shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just like, Oh yeah, sure. Sure. You want to talk yeah. about it? We can chat. Yeah. Do you want, do you want me to call you? I can call you right now. I'm yeah. not busy. I can do what I, also, whatever. Also, if you check your public library, there's a good chance that they have a subscription to a service where they get those journals and you can read it through that. That's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. Libraries, they're fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, Jason, do any of you ever Google a question and add Reddit after the question? Because surprisingly, Reddit will give you straight to the answer rather than having to go through an annoyingly spammy website. Uh, no, and if that's what you want to do, just go to Reddit and search that way, right? Like, you can do it that way, can't you? The Reddit search is very bad. Oh, okay. So Maybe you, try Google. Yeah, Google it and then write, type Reddit after. I do that. It works. When there's a problem, I have a problem with something. For example, when I'm playing Skyrim and I have to walk all the way from Solitude to Whiterun, but my follower is not following me, if I do a Google search for it, it's just a bunch of spammy sites and blah, blah, blah. Um, but if I type the Google search in, why isn't my follower following me on Skyrim, Reddit, it comes up with the Reddit thread. Why is my follower following me? Oh, it was just fixed and it's the bug and then you have to do this and it works. It's great. Nice. Yeah. Jeff, when addressing the president, the U.S. Uh, in, sorry, when addressing the president of the U.S., people call him Mr. President. What if they were a doctor? Would they call her do- him Doctor President? Uh, would they? Or would it just be Doctor Girlfriend? <laughs> I, because we call Doctor Biden Doctor Biden, but she's the first lady. So yeah. they do they call her Madam? They call her Madam First Lady, right? Is uh, Mr. President think, and Madam First Lady, or? Uh, I don't think so. Is Madam Vice President? I know that. It's Madam Vice President. Yeah. So they but would call I, I her. Don't... Would they call her Ms. President or Madam President? No, I think they just call her Doctor Biden because she's a doctor and her role is not an official role, so she doesn't hold an actual office. I'm sorry. I'm talking about a hypothetical her. Oh, uh, Madam Vi- Madam President. Yeah, Madam President, right? Yeah, yeah, it'd be Mr. Madam President. President. Yeah, just like Madam Vice President. Yeah. So it would be doctor for a man and doctress for a woman, right? Mad- Madam Doctor? Yeah, <laughs> Madam Doctor President. It'd be good. Jason, uh-huh. I grew up middle, middle class, upper middle class, and my parents often declined requests to eat out because it was too expensive or unnecessarily expensive. This included requests for fast food as well as sit-down restaurants. So why do people who grew up poor or lower the middle class have fast food so often? Okay, first of all, I grew up poor. We no. never had fast food. Yeah. So the only time we got it was when my grandma like would take us to her house and we'd stop in Chelsea and get some McDonald's. Like It was very rare that we ever got fast food. Yeah. Fast food is also a lot of times less expensive than food that you get at the grocery store, oh, especially yeah. like healthy food. Yeah, I mean a McChicken is what a buck twenty or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is these days, it's got five hundred calories in it. Yeah, like it, it's very cheap. Yeah, uh, in that situation. Also, I'm guessing your parents are upper middle class because they didn't spend all of their money all the time, and that's why they had a lot of money. They had wealth, but they didn't spend it, you know? So that's yeah. probably why they were, you know, like that. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Jeff, is there a humane way to cook a lobster? Uh, yeah, chop it in half. Jason, why is uh-huh. the... Uh, uh, not lengthwise, horizontally. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I would, <laughs> I would have done lengthwise. <laughs> Jason, why is the cost of living rising to such a degree, even though corporations are making record profits? I fail to see the incentive to carry on in many areas of life when the world is going this way. Well, the cost of living is rising because corporations are making record profits. Like, yeah. Do you want me to draw a picture for you there? But it seems like the one and one equals two is very simple on that. It do. But how do we fix it? Nobody knows. Uh, well, sure you do. You Wealth tax. Oh, oh yeah. 
So yeah. people do know we're just not fucking doing it. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, we're raising the interest rate that just hurts working class people and doesn't do a shit for anything on uh, inflation. Because that's not why inflation is rising. Now I'm sad. Uh, I was at the gym the other day, and uh, my neck's pretty sore, so uh, anyway, so we should you, record this podcast. Is that your new hobby? Hey, yeah, it's my Hanging out at the gym? A uh, red flag uh, that you oh. could put on uh dating site is I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a podcast. Ah, that's true. We all do. Yeah. We should start a podcast. We should we start did. a second podcast. We actually started a podcast, and we've been going for years now. 215 episodes. Uh, yeah. So we started um, like 12 years July. after the iPhone came out. <laughs> is, that our, is that our new numbering system? <laughs> sure is. AIP. AI. Oh, yeah. After iPhone? Yeah. That's good. Or I guess it could be Anno iPhone in the year of our iPhone. Yeah. I wonder what Steve Jobs would think about that. I don't think he'd think anything because he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of CEOs. Oh, yeah? Former CEOs. David Green. The f- uh, of of the, the, uh, the Charleston Greens? Yeah. The oh, f- nice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making that up. I don't the know. The founder and CEO of Hobby Lobby. Well, what a horrible place. I know. Said he is giving away ownership of the arts and craft company to a trust. Oh, good. Get rid of his money. Yeah. He gives away well, ownership, but that's because he's so wealthy in other places. He can just do that. Uh, probably, yeah. In an opinion piece published on Fox News, Green said his decision follows other company leaders like Patagonia's founder, Yvonne Chouinard. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. You got me on that one, buddy. <laughs> who handed ownership to a trust and environmental nonprofit? Ah, so I'm assuming David Green handed his to um, a, a fetus that hadn't been born yet. Which uh, I guess that's to... the definition of a fetus. It hasn't been born yet. And <laughs> yeah, I think if it has been born, it's no longer a fetus. Yeah. I believe they call that a child <laughs> or an abortion. <laughs> you heard uh, Dr. Oz's opinion on uh, abortion from the uh, debate last night? No. He, he said it should be between uh, a woman and her doctor and the local politicians. Oh, okay. That's cool. Like, bo- bold choice, my yeah. friend. Bold choice in this uh, election that is just days away. Marjorie Taylor Greene told a woman that she shouldn't have an opinion on abortion because she's too old to have children. Oh, okay. So if you can't have kids, you well, can't have an she... opinion on abortion. So if if you just take childbearing aged women and oh, they I voted, mean, the world would be a much better place. Let's be honest. Well, if you want to go on that argument, uh, in that case, the only people in the Supreme Court who could vote for this would be uh, probably none of them because they're only old ladies. Yeah. And none of the men could vote. So, like, uh, not the best argument. It kind of uh, counteracts everything you think. Ugh. They're saying that uh, Trump's talking about having her as his running mate for 24. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Uh, 
Why? Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. Burn, burn down everything. Yeah. I experienced a similar. We tried, dis- and it, somehow we're still here. Sorry. Go ahead. I experienced a similar decision-making process when my ownership of Hobby Lobby. I chose God. Green said in the article. Um, I thought he chose um, a trust. Well, in God we trust. Oh, well, that makes more sense now. Yeah, it's not like trust I trust you. It's trust like a trust fund. That's what all the money means. Yeah. So Green explained he didn't want to pass down ownership to his children and grandchildren because it didn't seem fair to me that I might change or even ruin the future of grandchildren who had not even been born yet. Yeah, how dare he ruin their lives by making sure they have money? He... He's assuming his future grandchildren are already people, I think. <laughs> and he doesn't want well, to give they, any money to them. You know what they say, uh, life begins at the sperm and the ball sack. So. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the opinion piece, Green also char- uh, challenges other CEOs and company leaders to find their source of truth. Uh, he reinforced that prayer and Bible have always been his source of truth. I think I think we've gotten away from this, but I think we should do um, the Alex Jones impression whenever we do Republican speaking, <laughs> especially the crazier ones. Although, you know, let's be honest, most Republicans these days. Yeah, there's, there's very few non crazies left. Yeah. So uh, Green had not mentioned. Oh, wait, wait. So we're talking every day everyday Republicans. We're not just talking about crazy Republican politicians. We're talking about all Republicans throughout the United States are a little kooky, right? I mean, I have not necessarily met any sane ones lately. It seems, yeah. They, they have gone down to crazy town. <laughs> and I, yeah. I was uh, with a, a, Trump supporter recently and um, something was on that we were in the car and something came on the radio about Donald Trump and running in 2024 or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's not if he's in, if that's, if he's not in prison, ha ha. And then he said, uh, he ain't going to prison. You know, who should be in prison. Hillary. Like dad. Oh shit. I said who it was. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, um, I'm, not, I'm not cutting it out. You, you did such a good job at uh, like keeping it uh, nondescript. I know, I know. Uh, and <laughs> then at okay. the end, you just you just totally uh, what do they call that? Doxing? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you his address or anything. Anyway, I was like, Dad, you have to commit a crime to go to prison, which Hillary did not. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. So I'm like, All right, then let's not. I brought it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I, I had a similar. Technically, NPR brought it up. But that's my fault for listening to NPR with my dad in the car. <laughs> I mean, I had a similar uh, a conversation because uh, we were watching something news related. And, uh, oh, I think we were discussing the the prime minister resigning in the UK. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, I can't envision any kind of scenario anymore that would lead a president to feel like they have to resign. Like, I just don't feel like there's anything left that would make a president feel enough shame to resign. Nothing. The way, the way things are. And the guy who I was talking to agreed. Yeah. Uh, but was like, yeah, I mean, you know, given all the things Trump and Biden have done, they both should have resigned. But and I'm like, 
What the fuck did Biden do? He's like the most non ridiculous. Like he's very bland. He's like the cornflakes of presidents. He really is. He, his face kind of looks like a cornflake, doesn't it? Yeah. Some little sprouts yeah. of gray hair coming off of it. He's very mm-hmm. squinty. He's very, very squinty. Like he always looks like he's looking into the sun, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's why he likes the aviators. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's got to keep the keep the squint off. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are we? I have no idea. Uh, Green has not mentioned how or when the company's ownership will be transferred. Okay. Well, that's good to know. On Sunday, while on a segment of Fox and Friends, and it's strange to me that he's working on a Sunday, which... God rested, why can't you? You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Well, it's just talking. He's just spreading the word. Yeah. So on Sunday, while in a segment of Fox and Friends, he said that 100% of the Hobby Lobby voting stock has been moved to a trust where stewardship can pass on to one person from another. Well, yeehaw. He also said that wealth can be a curse. They're turning our freaking frogs gay. I mean, fine. Curse me. I'll try my best to survive. Yeah, with all my money. Only rich people are the ones who are like, ah, wealth can be a curse. Because I got money and I'm still not happy. <laughs> well, yeah, imagine being depressed and yeah. poor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's much worse, I'm sure. Like if they want to get rid of their money, I'd be happy to help. Depressed. Got yeah. some student loans they could take care of for us. Well, the judge blocked the the uh, thing. It's a temporary administrative hold. Okay, well, I'm student, sure it'll student loan relief, whatever. Yeah, I I hope it. I'm pretty sure it'll go through. I hope it does. Well, Amy Coney Barrett also like they appealed to her and she was like, "Fuck off." So, <laughs> at least that's one thing that she did that was all right. That was her dissent. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, speaking of fucking off. <laughs> Forever. The country of Iran. No, they're fine. The, they're the big fuck off. No, they're having trouble right now. They're having, they're going through some shit. And I mean, good. So. Like, like I support the, the protesters. Like, good. There are women and girls literally putting their life on the line for mm-hmm. change in their country. And it's sad that it has to be that way. Um, But, but what a noble thing to fight for yeah uh, those people should fuck off too yeah yeah meanwhile my legs are really sore from the gym because i did too many squats so anyway <laughs> an iranian because, so so wait what you're telling me is you've done squat <laughs> yeah pretty much an iranian hermit nicknamed the world's dirtiest man for not taking a shower for more than half a century has died at the healthy old age of 94. Nope. Oh. Healthy is not 94. 94 is not healthy. Well, healthy is not dying. <laughs> also I feel true. like that's the opposite of healthy. I, I think they probably like, I'm so healthy the, I'm dead. The ripe old age of 94 because you're very ripe at 94. <laughs> Overripe, I'd say. Yeah. That's a, that's a banana that's not getting eaten. No, that's, that's the banana that is so ripe it's fallen off its stem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you grab the stem and it just like peels open. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And he, uh, and he was born two years, two years after the queen was, right? Uh, she was 96, she's 94. 
Yeah, she was nine. Yeah, yeah, two years after. Uh, Erin, a news agency reported that Amul Haji, an endearing nickname for an elderly person, died on Sunday in the village of Dej- Dejga in the southern province of Fars. Okay. Haji, covered in soot and living in a cinder block shack, was reported by local media to not have bathed with water or soap in more than 60 years. Was he a chimney sweep? <laughs> covered in soot. Covered in soot, living in some Lovely soot air. Yeah. Crikey. Uh, villagers. <laughs> what's, have... what's the Farsi word for crikey? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to ask Google that one. <laughs> um, villagers said that he had experienced emotional setbacks in his youth, which led him to refuse to wash. Oh. Like what? I don't know, maybe maybe he was beaten by soap. His, yeah. gra- his dad grabbed a soap on a rope and just like, you know, started wailed on him. Yeah. Yeah. My grandpa, when he was alive, told the story. Uh, he was the youngest of three boys and they didn't have uh, running water in their house. So mm, um, they had share to the like, tub. Yeah, they had to share the tub. Yeah. So they would pump it out of the, the cistern, which is basically just rainwater. Mm-hmm. And which I guess that's what well water is anyway, but it was a cistern and not a well. Anyway, they'd pump it out. Uh, dad would go first, mom would go second, the two older brothers would go next, and then he would be the last. And he said that bath water was like, uh, you couldn't see through it. It was dark, dark brown. And um, so I assume that's the uh, emotional setback. <laughs> so, yeah, not, not bathing in there. He was the youngest. Yeah, no, no good. So in 2014, the Tehran Tehran Times reported that Haji would eat roadkill, smoke a pipe filled with animal excrement, and believed that cleanliness would make him ill. Interesting. I thought cleanliness was next to godliness. Well, maybe that's just our culture. I I think that he lived to 94. He wasn't doing it all wrong. Well, God didn't want him. He smelled like shit. <laughs> Satan didn't want him either. He's smoking animal, he's smoking animal shit. I don't want him. Satan said, hey, you know how things get stinkier as they get hotter? What do you think it's like in hell? It's hot. It'll be very stinky. Is Satan from New York? <laughs> He's from the Bronx, yeah. Okay. Yankees fan. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, after Haji's death, the unofficial record could go to Kailash Kalu Singh from a village outside the holy city of Varanasi who has not washed in more than 30 years in an attempt to help end all the problems confronting the nation. Did we read that a few months ago, the villagers in this other guy's village? Oh, no, maybe we did miss that. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> the, vi- the villagers in this other guy's village persuaded him to wash for the first time, this 94-year-old well, f- man. I feel like they should be arrested for uh, attempted murder. I think so. I or conspiracy right. to murder or uh, accessory to murder. That's yeah. what it is. Is this like that guy that put his hand in the air, like his arm in the air as a protest and just never lowered it and then it just atrophied and stuck that way? Is that uh, kind of maybe, like one of those yeah. Things? Yeah. Well. yeah, the layer of dirt has uh, created like a shield around him. <laughs> no bacteria can get through. It's yeah, the ultimate yeah. COVID mask. <laughs> well, now the record might go to this guy in India who has not trying to end all problems confronting the nation yeah so um the he would reject water 
uh, is this the the first the guy or the guy. second guy? This is the Indian guy. This is the Indian guy. So he would reject water in favor of what he called a fire bath. Uh, every evening, as villagers gather, Kalau lights a bonfire, smokes marijuana, and stands on a leg praying to the Lord Shiva, the paper son. Oh, oh well, okay. Uh, Singh was reported to have said, It's just like using water to take a bath. Fire baths help kill all the germs and infection in the body. Just like being in hell. That's what I said with <laughs> Satan. You know? <laughs> Full of snakes. Uh, maybe Satan was wrong about this one. Maybe he should have let him into hell and then he could have been cleansed. Uh, so uh, I don't know if that story really hammered home the point that this guy was 96. He took a bath and then he died. <laughs> I think from the bath. I, I assume yes, from the bath. Yeah, right. Had to, had to be the bath. The bath killed him. Yeah. Do you ever wonder uh, how snakes bathe themselves? Uh, I think they just take their skin off. They just they just take their skin off. They don't lick and prune or whatever like a dog does or a, another animal. Oh, haven't you seen a, a snake try to lick itself clean like a cat? No, it doesn't yeah, have yeah, a leg to lift up. <laughs> it, it doesn't, but it does have the uh, uh, you know the forked tongue, so they can do twice as as much. <laughs> it does. It does. Another smooth transition brought to you by Jeff. <laughs> And wash it down with some Swedish fish. Mm. Oh, I love Swedish fish. Oh yeah, I crave them. Yeah, they're so good. They taste great. They, oh, they're so Less soft filling. and chewy. They taste like a solid fruit punch to me. I love fruit oh. punch. All right. I really like fruit punch. Like unhealthy. Well, like Hawaiian punch. Yeah, like Hawaiian fruit punch. How do you feel about like fruit slap? Um, it's only okay. Maybe a fruit kick. Hmm. That's a little too. I don't know. I don't like feet. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, a Swedish zoo. Oh, okay. Has been partially shut down. Uh oh. After a king cobra staged an impressive escape from its enclosure over the weekend, with staff on Monday still searching for the venomous vagrant. I <laughs> who wrote this. <laughs> Uh, CBS News. <laughs> I should have read it like a Swedish zoo has been partially <laughs> shut down. Blah, blah, blah. With staff on Monday still searching for the venomous vagrant. Uh, I assume that the snake had entered uh, through an air duct and was brought down uh, on, on wires. Mm. And if it touches the floor, it would get caught. So it was trying to, you know, keep yeah. itself from uh, touching the floor. Mission impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the snake named Servas, which is apparently Sir Hiss, uh, escaped on Sunday through a lamp fixture in the terrarium and was believed to be somewhere in the inner ceiling. Yeah. So, a Hiss in Swedish is Vas. So apparently. they think snakes are sitting there going Vas. Vas. Okay, maybe. I guess. Vas. It's like what in Spanish dog goes g-u-a-o gow 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 and cats go m-i-a-o <laughs> meow <Bow. laughs> so uh the snake had only been brought to the zoo a few days earlier well that explains it he didn't like it there the snake has now been renamed houdini after the oh. famed escape artist and uh said jonas wallstrom director of the skansen aquarium 
the staff has spread out uh, flour on the floor uh, in case it wants to do some baking and track the, uh, to track the slithery fugitive and sticky traps have also been deployed. Hmm. Uh, but don't overneed the snake because um, he will turn out all tough. Yeah, you don't, you don't want that. No, you don't. So they have in, uh, also brought in special cameras designed to inspect sewage pipes. Yeah, you know, the, the, the ones on, on snakes. They gave the they gave the cobra a GoPro. And they're sen- they're sending in it's it's trying to find the other ones. The drain snake. Oh, yeah. Boy. Uh, they also had a lot lizard that was looking around for him too, but uh... <laughs> she was too busy washing off in a puddle. Yeah. No, I heard that she hadn't bathed in a while. No. <laughs> About sixty years. The terrarium has, uh, sorry, the terrarium has housed king cobras for about 15 years, but it only took the new tenant a few days to find out its way out. It turned to be very clever, Wallstrom joked. Mm, Yes. So he explained that the escaped snake had an advantage over previous tenants. Staff had recently replaced this lamp at the top of the enclosure with a low energy bulb. Very low Uh, energy individual, the snake. Low energy cobra. Okay. A lot of people uh, are saying that the worst snakes escape. Maybe I'm I'm thinking the best ones escape. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Well, the old light was not hot. Uh, sorry, the old light was so hot that no snake wanted to get close. Naturally. Wallstrom said. But now it's not as hot at all. And the new king cobra discovered this and wedged his head between the light bulb and the light fixture and managed to push himself out. And now they're making us get rid of our light bulbs and snakes are escaping everywhere, folks. (laughs) The visitor managed to capture the escape on video where a distressed person can be heard saying, Is it safe to be here? A staff member calmly replied, no, but we're working on it. (laughs) My gosh, is it safe to be here? No. I would leave immediately. Indeed, I would also. Uh, Walsham says that... If you were crossing a bridge and it starts to, to like, rumble and there's a worker right there, like, should we be on this bridge? He'd be like, no. But uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, Washam says that it's so cold outside, the snake may just doze off, and that king cobras typically are calm and unlikely to attack. So don't be too worried. that's good to know. And plus, they're a king cobra that can only go one space. I'm sorry? The the queen cobra can go any direction, as many spaces as she wants. Oh, my God. I didn't even get the chess joke. I had in my brain a queen joke, and she died, and the king took over, and I... Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. what do we learn? I can't speak today. I don't know what my deal is. <laughs> and it's not today. It's been a long time since I've been able to like form a really good thought in my head. <laughs> oh, man. Well, maybe it's the ice cubes. It could be. They're like kryptonite to your words. Sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy. Uh, we learned that you cannot uh, light gasoline with cigarettes, so uh, maybe you can not be in jail now. Yeah. Plus, learn you shouldn't drink jet fuel or make your kids' teeth fall out. <laughs> uh, we learned that you shouldn't have Hobby Lobby. It'll make your kids' uh, lives and your grandkids' lives miserable. Uh, don't ever take a bath or you'll die. Uh, and don't worry, that snake is probably not going to bite you. He's sleepy. Just, 
Just listen for him going, I'm a snake. I'm a slithery snake. And this excruciating owl has been excruciating me an hour and 31 minutes. Excruciating. Are you uh, dressing up for Halloween this year? No, no, no. Do you ever dress up for Halloween? Uh, I don't know if I ever have or not. I don't ever think so, but no. Nah, well, adult. I mean, as a child, as an adult, no. It, yeah. I feel like I may have dressed up once. Um, well, we went to a holiday party, a Halloween party, uh, when my daughter was like, it was her first halloween oh yeah and she was dressed up like dobby the house elf uh, and so yeah, yeah. i dressed up in my hogwarts robes very nice uh and i feel like we handed out candy that way also yeah so you don't so, not have a costume you just choose oh, not have to like wear one yeah yeah i mean yeah 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 i have grown out of all my costumes that i had um as an adult they were oh, yeah? all, they were all star trek and i'm too fat for them Oh, man. Um, I'm like fat ranker at the end of uh, Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just busting out of that uh, out of that jumpsuit. Um, Do you think uh, Fat Riker has a problem sitting in chairs now? Yeah, he can't lift his leg up over it to sit in it. <laughs> those those hover rounds have a high back. <laughs> the hover round, like the thing that Pike was in in the original series. That was the hover round Mark One. <laughs> So um do you, so my my child has told me that she doesn't want to go trick or treating this year. Yeah, you mentioned that. And uh has she changed her mind or is she still uh, holding tight to that? She's still holding tight, but I'm like, sweetie, this is you're only got like 3 or 4 more years to trick or treat. Yeah, That's time it. is time is ticking, my yeah, friend. Yeah. So you know that seems a little. I don't often get sad when my child's getting older because it should we should celebrate that our child children getting yeah, yeah. older because you know they made it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, there's some sad, like losing some things. I miss, yeah, I miss some things about my younger yeah. daughter, but it's okay. I, I really, I, I, for everything that I miss about her, I appreciate things that she does now. Yeah. That are, are better. So I'm really hoping that she will at least, maybe I'll get her to um, maybe just go around the sack once. Yeah, one sack to fill her sack yeah. of candy. And I know that I, I don't know about any of my neighbors and what they do. It just seems like all of my neighbors or none of my neighbors would do trick-or-treating, like in the cul-de-sac. They, just, they don't seem the trick-or-treating type. They just don't. They don't have kids, and I guess, I don't yeah. know. But the lady that I, lives right next door on the other side of me, like kind of like I live on the uh, – she technically lives on another street, like the back of her house – face to the side of my house she's got like the black light in the in the porch light and she's got the purple lights and and the ghosts hanging from the trees and all that stuff so i know she's giving out candy yeah so at least go to her you know yeah but i'm thinking because normally you know you have two adults in the house one goes with the child trick-or-treating if they're too young and the other one stays home and hands out candy Mm -hmm. um and i was in an apartment for the last two years so i didn't do any candy handy outy and um so i don't i don't know like do i just turn the i don't think i want to give candy out anyway if no one else in the cul-de-sac is doing it uh, no you one should give out toothbrushes here. oh no or pennies 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Give them, give them uh, rolls of pennies. You might as well just give them a toothbrush and a couple of eggs and just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> a little couple of rolls of toilet paper really just get the whole Halloween spirit going. You should give them the the like ten dollar bills that are actually like prayers. Oh, <laughs> like give out for tips at Applebee's. No, I I'd, I'd rather give toothbrushes. 